Hey guys, what's up? This is Elevated Talks with Isabel, where I'm committed to helping us grow through enhancing our lives with conversation, and I give tips on how to engage in a more open-minded and classier life. Let's go. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Get Elevated with Isabel. My name is Isabel Francis, and I'm here helping us all get committed to living a more positive and open-minded life. I give tips and advice from my personal experience, um, and I just try to share my knowledge uh, with you all. Guys, this is episode five. I'm so freaking ecstatic for it. Like, it's so cool to say that. (laughs) Just a little fangirl moment. Excuse me real quick. Um... But episode five, guys, um, it it really does feel awesome to say that. Uh, I do want to say thank you guys to all of you last week who, you know, continued to share my podcast. Um, It's so cool to see this podcast take off, and it's definitely because of you guys. Uh, You know, I'm seeing this podcast go in countries that I've never even visited, and the downloads are just rising and... I'm just so grateful for all of you guys. So thank you so much for being there and supporting me. Um, Again, you know, this podcast isn't free to record. So if you can help by subscribing to my Apple podcasts, or I have them on Spotify and Google, just so you don't miss an episode, as well as liking and leaving a five-star review, it really does help this podcast grow. And I feel like the more people that this podcast reaches, the more I'm able to help. So again, guys, Thank you to all of you. Uh, This week, I wanted to get a little bit more personal without getting personal. I do expose myself a little bit and I get vulnerable. So if you're into that kind of stuff, this will be a good lesson. Um, For a lot of us, we tend to take things super to the heart, whether something was directed towards us or something seems to be passive aggressive, or even if it was just flat out intentional. Maybe I'm the only person, but this week especially has felt like no matter what I did, I needed to try my hardest and use my own advice to not take anything personally. And I'm not sure if it started out with my mom being upset over having like over something and then just having this fuck it demeanor from the beginning of the week, or if it was when my toxic jealousy traits started to kick in over something so silly or the fact that I was left on read by someone I cared about and I took it too personally. But regardless, I'm going to try to help you use any situation you've came across that you have made that you have may taken too personally. And I kind of want to help teach you how to shift that mindset and help you practice ways to avoid taking it personally in your future. If any of you know me, you know that I've been working with kids for well over 10 years. Um, I've been a babysitter for family friends. I've nannied for multiple families. I've worked at an elementary school as a sub-assistant manager. And I even drove across the country just to be a live-in nanny. And so to this day, I still babysit. I mean, as you can imagine, I've acquired many forms of patience. Because most of the time, children always want to be right. Especially when they're going through their testing stages which usually start at age three. They test their limits to see what they can and can't get away with. And so you can possibly assume there are going to be disagreements. I've had children tell me things like, you're ugly because I had to put them in timeout for acting up. 
Or they'd say things like, I don't like you, because I would try to get them to bed at a reasonable time. I mean, I can't take a child's mean words personally, because I know they're only saying it because they're upset. Whether they wanted to stay up a little later, or they knew they were wrong, so saying things like, you're mean, you're ugly, and blah blah blah, are just ways they're trying to express their unhappy feeling. I mean, you're not genuinely going to take what a child says to you too personally, especially when they're in the middle of a tantrum and you know they've missed nap time. Another example would be if you've worked in customer service. Um, you could probably relate to this. Uh, when I used to work at Starbucks, I would deal with unhappy customers coming in and blaming me for a lot of the problems that actually weren't even my fault. And so, you know, people would say things to me like, in the most entitled tones too, and be like, well, I asked for no whipped cream. Why can't you guys get it right? I mean, I've even had a lady who made me shake with anger because she had called me out directly for not doing anything while I was in the middle of making four drinks at the same time. I mean, my inner childish self wanted to lash out and say something like, well, why don't you come behind here and make your own drink if it's so easy to make four drinks at the same time? But where would that have put me? Where would that have gotten me? I mean, it definitely would have put me on the same level of ignorance as her. So learning how to not take things personally has really helped my perspective on being able to handle these types of confrontation. Now I want you to imagine. You ask one of your friends to hang out and they say, sorry, I have to work. But then you see a picture on social media of that person having dinner with some friends that very night. Or you can imagine you've been working really hard on a project and it took you so much effort and you feel 100% confident, but the only thing you receive is criticism. So if you go home, you wind down and you share your experience. And while you're telling your story, the other person just walks away to turn the TV on. You can, you can imagine you'd probably take some of these situations personally, right? Why though? Why would we, why do we take it personally? I mean, somebody says or does something, and almost immediately we feel betrayed and hurt by that person. It's their fault. They're the one to blame. They don't care about me. They're being rude. But which part of us is really speaking? Our ego, right? I mean, our ego believes that the other person should be taking us into consideration. Our ego doesn't want to be criticized. No, our ego wants to be acknowledged and it wants to be right. But do you want to be right? I mean, that must be exhausting. When my ego takes over, I feel like I'm in a constant battle between me and the world. And it is so draining. I mean, when you start to not take things personally, nobody has power over you. You feel free. You experience so much more harmony between you and the other per other people. And so you end up building much more of a connection and your energy can go towards nicer things instead of endlessly battling between the things that drive you crazy. So I guess the real question is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? In this TED talk I was listening to, there was a strategy used to help with these. The first step was to realize that the issue is not about you. Some of you may be asking, well, what do you mean not about me? I mean, when you take something personally, you're convinced that it's about you. I mean, they made fun of the way you look. They bullied you growing up. Or you even got dumped by someone who you thought you'd spend forever with. I mean, these are kind of ballpark problems, but I'm sure you can understand what I'm trying to say. 
But when you try to look at it from another person's perspective, try asking yourself why. Why do they make fun of the way you look? Well, maybe because they have insecurities of their own, and by bringing someone else down, that makes it feel that makes them feel better. Or why did this person break up with me? Maybe because they're not fully ready to be in a relationship. If you try to see the intention of the other person, you make space for understanding instead of irritation. Maybe you've been in a situation where the driver behind you starts tailgating and flashing his lights, and he's probably doing it because he's in a hurry. It's not about you. Simple as that, right? I mean, in a 2005 National Science Foundation article um, about, you know, regarding research about the human thoughts per day, the average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Did you know that only 80% of those thoughts are negative? 80% of your thoughts are negative throughout the day. I mean, when you're in a situation and you walk into a room, two of your coworkers are laughing. I mean, when you immediately walk in, they stop. Your first thought isn't likely going to be, oh, they noticed my new outfit and they want it too. No. You mean, your thought process most likely goes along the lines of, are they laughing at me? Did I say something? Did I do something? I mean, so it takes a lot of effort to correct yourself and say, hang on. They might not be laughing at me. I have no clue. They might be laughing at something that has absolutely nothing to do with me. And so seeing the positive intention in someone else's, someone else requires a lot of discipline and training. And that's why I still work with kids. And that's why I still work in customer service, you know, to train myself to not take those things personally. I have to mentally prepare myself each day by telling myself, you know, there could be a lot of things that trigger me today and they are going to be out of my control. Some people won't agree with me today and that's okay. I don't need to take it personally because they want to be right. They simply don't have to agree with me either. And so when I focus the, on, on the intention of the other person, there's no need to take it personally. But sometimes this strategy won't always work. To put it in perspective, a couple of weeks ago, I asked you guys to ask me questions because I thought that was the only way I could engage with you all. I was so excited to receive so many questions the first two weeks that when I was asked that when I asked on the third week, I only received one and it was from my mom. And I took that so personally and I laugh about it now, but it did hurt me, you know, because I felt like it was about me or even when I got to like, even when I go to hang out with friends now and like one of the very first things they tell me is I haven't listened to your last week's episode. I mean, thoughts like, well, am I not interesting enough? Do they not support me? Do they really not care what I have to say? I mean, those feelings go through my head because this was an insecurity that I had with myself that I didn't even come to terms with. And so even when we were in the situation when the driver is honking behind me and flashing his lights, I know he's in a rush, but I still take it personally. I was probably driving too slow. I probably don't like that part of myself, so why else would I take it personally? If someone called you a potato, <laughs> okay, if someone called you a potato, how much of you genuinely believes that you're a potato? Probably not much, right? I mean, because you know, in fact, you are not a potato. Nothing in you actually believes that. But when someone says that I'm selfish, 
kind of, it kind of hurts, right? Like, I mean, ouch, like it, it only hurts because I know I can be, I know there is some truth to that. I'm aware of the fact that I'm not always taking into account other people's needs. And, you know, like when you're being criticized and it hurts, chances are it's coming from a past trauma from your childhood. Maybe you were one of the kids who never felt good enough, coming home with a B on an essay and your parents saying, why, why wasn't it an A? That, you know, that's when it touches a nerve. That's when you deserve to give yourself some empathy. I was longing so hard to be recognized and noticed, and I wanted you guys to ask me questions that when I realized, I don't need to be that hard on myself. I just started this podcast from scratch, and it's not going to be an overnight sensation, and I'm not going to get that attention overnight. And so realistically, not everyone is going to want to have a question for me. I mean, I'm so new to this. How is everyone going to want to know what to ask me all the time anyways? So putting that into perspective, I needed to give myself some empathy and be like, it's okay. Like, it's okay that I don't get these questions. I can accept that and I can just grow from that because I know that I'm starting out and I know that I'm new, but I'm so excited for the next level that I wasn't thinking about the now. I was thinking about the future. And so giving myself that empathy has really, really helped me handle that kind of situation when I go through those things. You can also speak up. Tell the other person what's going on inside of you. Remember how that person walked away from you to switch on the TV when you were in the middle of telling a story? I mean, saying something like, hey, I'm in the middle of telling you a story about my day and you just got up to switch on the TV. It really feels as though you don't care about what I have to say and it's not nice. I mean, by opening, up, by opening up and being vulnerable without blaming the other person, you increase the chance of having them understand you or take your needs into account. For this week, I double dog dare you. Do we still do that here? Like double dog dare you. I double dog dare you to try out these strategies that I learned that have helped me with taking these thing, with not taking things personally. And I encourage you to try the same. You know, imagine all of us being able to not take things so personally. Wouldn't it enhance our relationships? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it improve communication? At the end of this TED Talk that I was watching, this man takes a $20 bill, and he asks his audience, who wants it? Almost every hand was raised. He takes that same $20 bill, and he crumples it up, and he asks again, who still wants it? Well, as you can imagine, everybody kept their hand raised. He takes that same $20 bill and he starts to crumple it some more. He puts it in his mouth. He spits it out and he stomps at it. And he asks the same question. Who still wants it? He asked a guest, why do you still want this $20 bill? And for the obvious reason, he answered, because it's still $20. People will attack you, hurt you, criticize you, and ignore you. They can belittle you with their words and spit you out and even try to walk all over you. But remember that whatever they say, you will always keep your value. I just wanted to share that with you because I thought that definitely resonated with me. And I feel like I am not the only person that it could resonate with as well. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. 
I do post every Thursday, guys, and I think I'm going to decide next week whether I will be posting at midnight or whether I will be posting in the afternoon. Um, I'm going to post another poll on my main page on Instagram at Isabel period Francis, Francis with S-A-S at the end. That is me. Or you can follow my Get Elevated with Isabel podcasting page. I am so excited for next week's episode, guys. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, stay classy, stay elevated, my friends. Peace.